0: Welcome to Safety Bites, a weekly podcast on all things related to workplace safety hosted by me, Jason Schaffenbuhl. The thoughts expressed in this podcast are based upon my opinion and general best practices, which may not apply to all listeners. Always consult with a qualified professional before making any changes in your organization. I've recorded more than 20 podcasts about safety, but I've never defined what I mean by safe, safety, or a safe workplace. These concepts are critical to these podcasts and to workplace safety in general so it's critical that I define them. I'm going to start by defining SAFE. I'll use the Merriam-Webster definition. The dictionary offers six definitions of SAFE, but I'll focus on four of them that I'll generalize into one broad definition. SAFE is free from harm, risk, loss, or danger, not threatening of danger, or not likely to take risks. SAFE means that you or your employees should not be injured while at work, nor should your business experience a loss. Now, the realist in me recognizes that life is full of risks, and so are most business activities. Thus, safe to me is an objective to achieve, something that we should strive for and work towards, but may not be achievable every moment of every day. I'll return to Merriam-Webster to define safety. The most pertinent definition of safety is the condition of being safe from undergoing or causing hurt, injury, or loss. Thus, as a safety practitioner, I strive to keep employees and businesses safe by preventing loss within the organizations. The loss I focus on is harm to employees and employers resulting from injury. This includes medical treatment, lost wages, lost productivity, and property damage. Employers and employees alike suffer when a workplace is not safe. I could not find a definition of a safe workplace, so I created the following. A safe workplace is an environment in which hazards that may cause injury or loss are adequately controlled. While this definition is complete, in a practical sense, it's not reflective of the real world a reality that is worth further discussion. A workplace that is free from hazards is ideal, but achievement of that is constrained by the resources applied to identifying and controlling the hazards. Resources that are allocated upon the moral and economic value placed on employee safety by the organization's ownership and upper management, and demonstrated by supervisory staff. When these moral and economic values are not clearly established, communicated, and implemented throughout an organization, safety programs often flounder. The same is true of quality and, to a lesser extent, productivity. The reason I say to a lesser extent productivity is that everyone understands that if an organization stops making products or providing a service, the reason for the business does not exist and the business will quickly fail. However, quality and safety seem subject to more indifference. I think everyone would agree that at the extremes, quality and safety are critical to business success. A business that has terrible quality will not have customers for long. Likewise, a company that injures an excessive number of employees will have workers' compensation costs and possibly a poor business image that makes long-term profitability challenging or impossible. But between the extremes is where most businesses live, and they need to find the right balance between too much and too little focus on quality and safety. Let's touch on hazards that may cause injury or loss. Too often I go into workplaces where employers and employees are focused on what has occurred but miss serious hazards only because they haven't caused an injury yet. I remember looking at a work process in which I told an employer that they would likely experience a spiral fracture of an employee's arm if they didn't better guard the machine. The employer couldn't conceive that such an injury could occur because it hadn't happened so far. About six months later, I was back at the employer's location and noticed they improved the guarding on the machine. I thanked them for making the change. The employer admitted that they only improved the guarding on the machine after an employee experienced a spiral fracture of the leg. How or why the employee put their leg into the machine I do not understand, but an employee was seriously injured nonetheless. It's okay to ask for help when evaluating a workplace for hazards. Not one of us has seen or experienced everything. The best we can do is to be open to the possibility of a hazard existing, listen to others or seek out the advice of others, and then not be too quick to dismiss their opinion. I've been part of organizations with both weak and great workplace safety programs. The strength of your safety program will be directly related to the commitment to safety your organization has, commitment that is based upon the moral and economic values it assigns with safety and its ability to recognize hazards. I've always told management of the companies I've worked for that while I think I'm an above-average safety professional, I cannot turn iron into gold and I cannot create a safety program which is better than the organization is willing to sustain. While this podcast has been philosophical in nature, there are practical elements that you should act upon. Think about safety in your workplace. Your organization should clearly define what workplace safety means. You should understand whether it's the moral obligation or economic impact that drives your management team's approach to safety. With an understanding of this key factor, you can then better shape the safety message you share with upper management to achieve your objectives by focusing on what is more important to them. Lastly, don't limit your safety initiatives to OSHA compliance or just the hazards causing injury. Be open to hazards that yet haven't caused injury or loss in your organization. These are lurking hazards that can cause serious loss to your organization. Think in terms of worst-case scenario, and then take steps to mitigate that risk. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and will join me next week. Until then, create a safer workplace and email me if you have any questions or suggestions.